0: Lord, show me the green lights and the red flags.
1: That's Athena Dean Holt and you are listening to Sister Grow Your Business. The podcast dedicated to helping you, the female Christian entrepreneur, start and grow your business God's way. My name is Brian Dixon. I am a business coach and I'm here to help you make this happen. I'm so excited that you're here for the show. Now let's dive in. Athena, welcome to the show. So excited that you're here. For those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about you, about your business, about your ministry.
0: Well, I have been in Christian publishing now for 35 years and actually helped kind of pioneer the independent publishing movement within the Christian market in the early 90s, back when it was not a thing. And uh, so I have always thought that I was a speaker, not a writer, but with the right coaches and editors around me, I have written four books and um, just have a desire to empower women to get their message out there uh, through the written word as well as the spoken word.
1: Oh, that's incredible. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it it was for years, like the only way that somebody could think about writing and getting a book published is they had to get picked that, that, that some major publisher in Nashville or Colorado Springs or New York or somewhere would like discover them at a conference. And that's the only way they could ever get a book done. Um, But we know that's not true. And so that's really exciting. So you've been doing this for a while. That's really awesome. What would you say is like a big myth out there about the publishing world?
0: Well, um, the probably the biggest myth is that the only legitimate way to get published is with a big publisher who pays for everything. And uh, I mean, the way I got started in publishing was we couldn't find anybody to publish, and we had a ministry. We needed the resource. So we found someone to help us package that book, get the editing needed. We printed 10,000 copies. Someone bankrolled the whole thing out of the blue, was not expected. Um, And after two years, we had no books left and we got picked up by a traditional publisher. We made five times more on the books that we sold that we self-published than we did on the books that the traditional publisher published for us. It was a great experience. It's what got me started in publishing, but sometimes people think that's the only way to be validated with their writing. And it's absolutely not the truth.
1: I love that. Okay. We're, we're definitely like cover the same cloth because even though I, I, I do work with traditional publishers, sometimes I think being able to have some autonomy to make some of those decisions to sort of steer your own ship can be really powerful as well. What what would you say is a um, a habit or or a practice or routine that's that's helped you grow your business uh, over time?
0: I think it has been the ongoing question that I ask God: Okay, what am I missing? Uh, did I did I overpromise mm-hmm. and underdeliver? You know, just always being in that, having that teachable um, mindset. Set that, you know, I want to own it. If I made a wrong choice, if I walked through a door that God didn't open, I want to see that and repent and, you know, get back on track. So I think it's just that teachable, being willing to be teachable Mm -hmm. and, you know, be careful because there's a lot of people out there that are very motivated in what they do and very charismatic and very gifted, but what they're selling you may not be God's plan.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I can definitely think of some examples of that. Um from from your from your perspective as as, you know, as you've worked with women and as you've seen female Christian entrepreneurs kind of get started or maybe struggle to get started, what what would you say is something that if you could just sort of like whisper in their ear like don't do that or stop it? <laughs> is there something you see them doing that you're just like that's a waste of time, that's not worth it, anything
0: like that? Well, I, I probably have a list of 10 things that I could say, but I think I want to keep this, um, probably the, the, and I can, and I'm saying this from my own experience. Mm -hmm. I love business when it's something I'm passionate about. I mean, I just, you know, breathe it, think it, I mean, it's just like part of me, it's my passion. Right. And what I found was because I had undealt with trauma. From my childhood, that was like not a healthy thing for me because what I was doing was self-medicating with my business. And it took me a long time to figure out that's what I was doing. And I needed to repent for that and say, Lord, you need to come in and heal me so that I can do this in a healthy way and use the gifts that you've given me in a way that honors you and isn't just a way for me to kind of keep you away from those areas that I don't really want to address.
1: Oh my goodness. Athena, I, I love it. Thank you. First of all, thank you for your vulnerability. And I can absolutely relate to that. I, I've never phrased it quite that way, but I can say that authentically. I'm somebody who self-medicates with achievement. Uh, and so can you tell us a little bit more, especially for that person listening? Going, wait a second, I might be doing this in my business right now.
0: Well, I think when we would rather um, go up and record another podcast or go up and post something on social media or take that next great idea that we have to promote our business, and when we really should be maybe hanging out with the kids or you know, uh, spending some time in the word or spending time with our spouse, it, you know, it's so easy to justify in our minds. Oh, this is important. I, I mean, God just gave me this and we can use the God card on ourselves Yeah, say, God just gave me this amazing. Thing. I got to go do it right now. When we've already put in eight hours today and we, our family needs us.
1: Just a quick second to tell you about a live training I have coming out very soon. All you need to do is go to com slash live to sign up for this training. This is going to help you move forward as you seek to start and grow your business. Just go to com slash live. What's a one Bible verse or biblical principle that, that gives you hope, especially as you maybe face a challenge in business or, or a new obstacle? What's, what's kind of something that you could share with our listener?
0: Well, my favorite, and this comes, this Bible verse comes from me going actually losing my 20 year old publishing company that was worth $3.5 million and losing it to a wolf in sheep's clothing and actually not allowing that i mean god did not let that defeat me which it definitely could most people would just like walk away from god after something like that because it was christians who were the wolves but now on the other side of that uh romans eight twenty eight is my absolutely i mean god does Work and we know it says God works all things, even the bad stuff, together for good. Yeah. For those, not for everybody, right? For those who love Him and are called according to His purposes. And sometimes we need to lose whatever that thing was, whether it was a successful business or whatever, because we were not in God's will. And I mean, I can use my gifts, you know, in a way that takes me away from him sometimes. And so Romans 8, 28, I mean, all that I lost and that whole traumatic 13 years of spiritual abuse, I can actually now thank God for it because he has worked all things together for good, even that, so that I can minister to other women who have been victims of spiritual abuse
1: mm-hmm. oh, that's so good that's so good yeah i was i was reading in uh first corinthians 6 just this morning It was talking about the idea of you know like when when you're wronged by a christian brother by a christian sister and the idea of bringing it to a court and and basically the the verse essentially said or that the chapter essentially says like there's no standing there. That, 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 that secular judge, that worldly judge has no standing with this issue and better to be wrong. That's what the verse says. I'm trying to find the exact verse. Um, But it was better, basically better than be wronged than to then to bring it in front of a court. And I'm like, Oh, first of all, that just rubs me so the wrong way in my flesh. (laughs) Right. So like, no, I'm wronged. I want justice, but you know, justice is mine. Vengeance is mine says the Lord. So So you being able to see this as not a curse but as a blessing of going through this challenging time knowing Romans 8:28 that God works it all together for your good and now you're living in that today is that correct?
0: Absolutely. And you know, I I have to say in the middle of it, yeah. I didn't really recognize that he could possibly bring yeah. anything good from it. Oh my god. But You know, it's usually when you get on the other side that you look back and go, whoa, he was like orchestrating this. He was opening my eyes, you know, and so it's not always something that we recognize at the time. But I think when we really do look back and ponder the hard things, that's usually when God refines us Hmm. and gets some deep work done that when things are going great, that's not usually what is on our mind, you know, like crying out to God, we're, you know, on the mountaintop, we don't do that.
1: Yeah. That's so true. Tell me, tell me about your mindset. What's, what's, what's that self-talk? What are like, is, is there something that you're like, when this happens, I, I, I try to fix my eyes this way or or have a certain mindset that helps me move forward. Cause I think a lot of us get really stuck in our head as we're, as we're trying to grow our business.
0: Absolutely. And one of them, and this really kind of is a result of my 13 years of spiritual abuse, but I like assume the worst. And that's in my head, the narrative is they didn't answer my text. They must not, they must be mad at me or they didn't call me back or they didn't email me back. I mean, 99% 99% of the time, they either didn't get the email, their phone was dead. You know, there's, but the enemy just loves to just, and, he, you know, the reason that he keeps doing the same thing is because it works Yeah, and we listen to it. And so I have to just say, you know what? God did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. No, I'm not going to listen to that. And I have to preach it to myself out loud most of the time.
1: So good, preach it to yourself out loud most of the time. I absolutely love that. Yeah, we was uh, was at Second uh, Timothy four seventeen, I think. Um, uh, we, growing up, we had the song for for uh, goes for God for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound, sound mind. And we had this like song that we, and so that stuck with me my whole life, right? There's nothing like a song to like really stick with you, but like that, when you're experiencing fear in your life, in your business or doubt or, or you know, all those things that kind of flood in that imposter syndrome, that's not from the Lord, right? He's given you power and love and sound mind. Clear thinking is another translation. He's given you clear thinking. And so to remind yourself of that, I think is so important.
0: Absolutely. And don't, don't listen to the imposter syndrome because he does that to everyone. He wants to shut up. Who do you think you are to do this? If people knew the truth about you, they would never join your you know your team or whatever, so yeah that's I'm glad you brought up the imposter syndrome, especially for writers, people who feel like they want to write their story or speak about their story. that is such a huge tool of the enemy to silence us, so we have to recognize it
1: yeah it's that's huge. I mean I think it's so easy to compare ourselves to to everybody else and to feel like. Our message doesn't matter. Our voice doesn't matter. Our story doesn't matter. Uh, but but in reality, you know, your story, this is what I, I tell my clients all the time. Like your story is a gift, your, especially your hard story. Your hard story is a gift to be shared with your reader. Now you have to heal before you reveal, right? If you're in the middle of the trauma, you don't write the book. You right. got to gotta work through that first. So that, journal maybe. Yeah, journal it. That's right. Journal it privately. Don't share it publicly yet until, until you've worked through that process so that it can be, um, well crafted, you know, even Christ, like he would craft a story to be shared, you know, with, with his audience, he had a way of, of connecting to people, uh, with excellence. And so that's what we want to do as, as we write, not just throw up on everybody, but to be able to tell it in a way that moves them forward.
0: Absolutely. And too often we just think, you know, God gave us this download. We have to say it the way, you know, exactly the way it happened. It's like, no, wait. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's so true. What would yeah. you say is is uh, an opportunity right now? I know that many of our listeners haven't gotten started, but they've dreamed about starting a business and, and maybe they're like, you know what? I only have five or 10 hours a week to get started. And so Athena, what would you say is like, this is something you see that's a growth opportunity or maybe something that's not being served really well right now.
0: I would really get people around you to pray with you and ask God what what can I do that can serve others using the gifts that you've given me and the passion that you've given me to help people. And you know, I I don't know because I've been very successful in network marketing in the past. I mean, I made 25 grand a month and I got convicted that it, I was using my friends and family to, for my personal gain. I mean, there I wrote a whole book about it Wow! in my repentance process. So yeah. that's one of those things that I'm passionate about just because oftentimes there's lots of new age techniques and different things that filter into our lives that don't really honor God, but they kind of come as a, you know, Satan doesn't come at it with the pitchfork. He comes as an angel of light, you know,
1: right. That's so powerful. Cause I I think network marketing could be a, a good opportunity when approached the right way with kingdom principles. And so, but we've got to, we've got to question, you know, we've got to, we've got to question the strategy. And, and even if we really want to get deep, like we've got to question the spirit behind things. And so you got to tell us a little bit more about that book, because I know that there are listeners that are either in network marketing or they're thinking about network marketing. So tell us a little bit more about that.
0: Well, it's uh, out of print, but there are copies on Amazon, um, Consumed by Success, Reaching the Top and Finding God Wasn't There. Wow. And then my, and that was my story. And then yeah. my follow up book to that was um, "All That Glitters Is Not God: Breaking mm-hmm. Free from the Sweet Deceit of Multi Level Marketing," which is a little more, you know, specific. Just saying, here's some of the things and the practices that are done that are not holy. That's and, right. Yeah.
1: Well, and I, I think that's how we can serve our people well, is that we want to have an, uh, a balance of cheering and encouragement, but also some correction and some warning. And those are sort of the two guardrails of, of, of any sort of um, a safe path, right? A safe path is going to have both. You don't want to go too far to the left or too far to the right, but you want to stay down the middle. And so I think it's with any business opportunity, it's important to look at what, what is the potential, but also what are, what are some of the liabilities or what are some of the warnings? So I, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend people uh, learn more about that. Do you have anything online that you could point people to, to, to learn a little bit more about you?
0: Yeah. My website is com. And I would love to be able to, if if, uh, my memoir, I love sending out the ebook for free to people. So anyone who wants to read my journey through that 13 years of spiritual abuse and how God restored everything, I would love to be able to provide that. Um, And let me just say one little quote that I heard at the Spark Media Conference a couple of weeks ago, which just, I mean... This is the perfect saying for those guardrails that you're talking about. Lord, show me the green lights and the red flags. Whoa. So I love that.
1: I love that. Show me the green lights and the red flags. And I think that's so important. I, lo- I loved what you said near, in the beginning where you were talking about when, you, when you'd pray and you just say, Lord, what am I missing? Is there something you want to show me? And I think for us as business owners to slow down and to to present our plans in front of the Lord, right? You need to have plans, right? What Jesus said, you'd be foolish if you wanted to build a tower and you didn't count the cost. Like you have to have plans for sure. But if you take those plans and say, Lord, what am I missing? And maybe he'll show you some green lights, which is awesome. Some opportunity that you haven't checked out. But also when he shows you the red flags to be faithful to say, okay, I see it. And I'm going to maybe get some counsel, but I'm not going to pursue that fo- moving forward if that's what you're showing me. I think that could be really powerful.
0: Yeah. Because we're, anybody that's got any sort of sales uh, bent is really good at talking themselves out of listening to the people who have the red flags. And it's called confirmation bias. Yep. And yeah, we got to watch ourselves.
1: Oh, that's amazing. I, I think we, we all do that. We can sell other people and we can sell ourselves as well. Yep. That's so that good. Well, Athena, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, I, one last question. I would be honored if you would pray for our listener today as she tries to navigate starting and growing her business.
0: I would love to. Lord, just thank you for this opportunity to share what you've taught me through the hard times and through the suffering and the losses and even the, um, the wins. Lord, I pray for each woman that is listening, uh, wherever they're at, if they're um, pondering a business or if they're in the thick of it, Lord, I just pray for your wisdom to be the one thing that that woman that is listening to me right now is asking you for. Lord, um, I pray for um, clear green lights and clear red flags for each woman to see and to acknowledge and to um, consider uh, prayerfully. Lord, I thank you so much for all the ways that you gift women to serve um, in the marketplace, in different ways. And Lord, I just thank you for your gifting in each one. And I thank you for the doors that you want to open in each life. And I pray that you would bless those efforts in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Athena, thanks for being on the show today.
0: Oh, you bet it's been my
1: delight. Thank you so much for checking out the show. I'm so honored that you took the time. Listen, it really helps if you leave a rating and review. So wherever you're checking us out, I would really appreciate you taking the time to click that like button, give us a five-star rating, leave a comment, let me know how the show has impacted you.